0: Welcome to the first episode of season two on the In the Halls podcast with Noah Simon. Today, I'll be talking with upcoming rap artist Trendy about how he became interested in rap and music in general and how his schooling years kind of impacted who he is today. Uh, We'll also come over some crazy stories that Trendy's been able to experience thanks to his exposure in the music industry and so trendy's just a really all-around awesome guy and if you guys want to go check out his music he has a lot of stuff on his instagram page at only trendy that's trendy with an i and so i hope you guys go check out his music because he has some fire stuff and i also hope that you guys enjoy this episode of the podcast thank you so much for tuning in All right, so I got my boy Trendy on. What's up, Trendy? How you been? What's
1: up, bro? I've been good. Just starting off the day, so I'm feeling pretty good.
0: Yeah, you said you just had breakfast, so I'm guessing you wake up a little late these days, right? In quarantine, yeah, bro. And-
1: I've been sleeping yeah. in quarantine and stuff like that. Like I've been sleeping in pretty hard. <laughs> but I'm staying proper, Canadian. I got my, I got my Tim Hortons, bro. It's true. It's all we drink. So
0: yeah. Yeah, I've never, I gotta say, I guess that must be a staple in Canada, but I've never had that here.
1: It's like, Tim's is like your Dunkin's, like, Mm -hmm. except Dunkin's Donuts is actually probably better, to be honest. Yeah. But.
0: Yeah, I know. I know. I've never, I've never been to Canada. I've only been to Mexico. Have you come, have you been in the US a lot or not really? Yeah, I come
1: to Arizona quite a bit.
0: Oh, really? That's cool. Yeah, we have, uh, my
1: cousins have a house there, so we come fly down and hang out there for a while, so.
0: That's dope, that's dope. But yeah, like what's the coronavirus situation in Canada right now? Is there it's is like, it like a lot?
1: It kind of so like the different provinces have it pretty differently. Like um mm-hmm. Quebec and Ontario, um they have it like the worst. So they're like very heavy on the lockdown, but I'm in Alberta. Um and that's on like the west, more west side. Um mm-hmm. And it's like, it's not too bad. Edmonton, my city's pretty good. We don't have that many cases. So you can go outside. You just have to like do a lot of social distancing, right? Like most stores are closed down, but like grocery stores and like, stuff like that, like you can still go to them. You just have to like be very like aware of the situation, basically. So it's all right. I can still go outside, which I'm like grateful for. I'm not like in total lockdown. Yeah. Yeah. What's it About like?
0: For you it's pretty similar. I mean, yeah. We have we have like limited beach access, but but they're like opening more accesses. I mean, all these stuff starting to starting to open up more because our governor or whatever is like letting like certain stores open again. And I mean, we have the beaches, so we just have like a lot of places. Like I can, I'm just grateful that I'm able to still go surfing and do everything. Yeah, you know, that's like it, man. House there, yeah. I can go like jump in the pool once in a while and stuff. So yeah. I'm, I'm grateful, you know. It's not that bad. And luckily, no one I know has it, so so we're yeah, all good. good stuff.
1: Yeah they, yeah they have been like very cautious um I I was working construction for a couple weeks just recently mm-hmm. and um so like obviously I'm working around a lot of dust and like inhaling a lot of stuff and um I had like a pretty nasty cough um and I didn't think anything of it because like even without coronavirus like when I'm working construction I usually have like a bit of a sore throat from yeah reading that in right and someone asked me like hey buddy how you feeling I was like oh I'm all right my my throat's a bit sore I got a bit of a cough as soon as I said that man I was off like off the site like had to go get testing like they're on it so they cracked down pretty hard on that but i'm i'm, I'm free i'm corona free so i'm grateful Everybody? yeah they're, they're quick Bless up. That's, yeah, for real
0: like with all this free time you have because of corona and stuff when we could live in the house have you had a lot of time to like create beats and create music and everything
1: yeah tons so um as soon as i kind of like found out that this was actually serious and like people were going into quarantine and lockdown. Um, I've had an idea for um, an EP for a while now. So I, I was like, okay, now's the time to do it because I'm going to have all this free time. I can just dedicate myself to it, push really hard and get it finished in like the span of two months. So that's actually what I did. It's coming out in mid June. Um, and I was just really happy that I managed to like just grind and get that finished in the short amount of time. Cause I, Things are starting to open up, like you said. So life is going to go back to normal. So I just had to like hustle and get it done in that little short time period.
0: Yeah, that's dope. Do you have like a like a recording studio kind of in your in your house, or do you have to go somewhere to record?
1: Yeah, so I have some equipment in my house. It's definitely not at like a top notch level of Mm -hmm. studio quality, Um, but luckily, like you can do a lot of editing in your software and a lot of like post processing. So I have a really good microphone. I have an interface. Um, and then I just have like Logic Pro as my software that I use to make music. Yeah. And so a lot of times I'll use those to record and it'll be all good. And then um, usually I can send it out to get mixed and mastered by um, someone who's really good at that stuff and they can just eliminate any sounds of like, like you know, boxiness, anything like that.
0: So, yeah. So, do you get like your beats for your songs? Do you come make them yourself or do you have like producers and stuff that make them for you?
1: I, uh, I started off trying to make my own beats um, mm-hmm. and I just like wasn't really. I just couldn't really figure it out like my brain couldn't think like that man so I was like okay I'll like I'll pass on this for now maybe I'll revisit it but um Mm -hmm. as I started to make more music just like rapping over other beats and stuff like that I found a lot of people in my community who make beats so that Mm -hmm. was really fortunate because I linked up with a ton of producers that are local and then I also um I've done like a couple of collaborations and worked with people just like who have met through instagram or online and stuff like that so i try to stay local to like support the community but if someone has a fire beat yeah, for sure. i'm not gonna say no
0: that's sweet yeah. yeah did you you mentioned like you know a lot of local uh beat producers and everything did yeah. you start off rapping just with the boys just like just like meeting people and then just like making beats together how'd you get how'd you get your career going you know what i mean
1: so yeah it's actually exactly that man um it started like the very this is my very first memory of like ever like kind of rapping was um the boys were doing a road trip to the mountains mm. and we were just like just hanging out in the car it's like a four or five hour drive so we were just kicking in the car and just like freestyling like just like I'm sure it was so bad right like the first time yeah. you're freestyling, you're rhyming like cat in the hat and shit like that <laughs> like but um that was like basically it like after that first like freestyle session I was like damn that was that was pretty fun like you know I, we should do this more so like we all kind of just started like enjoying freestyling together, and that's like what got me started. I would practice more on my own and got into that, and then eventually that like turned into writing. So I didn't really interact with the community until I started writing and like actually recording music um, mm-hmm. and putting it out for the people to see. But prior to that, like three, four years before that, I had just been freestyling at time with the homies. So
0: yeah, I mean, that's, yeah, I've done like I'm definitely not a rapper, not even close. In fact, like my voice is fucked. I had to get surgery on my vocal cords last year. Yeah, so because I had like a yeah. Anyway, it's just some, like weird shit going on.
1: Yeah, I, I want to hear yeah, more uh, about that later. You or if you're if we're off the podcast, I want to hear about that because that sounds yeah, crazy. Bro, that sounds like a story to tell.
0: Um, but anyways, yeah, my brother is into he's not rapping, but he's like plays instruments and he wanted a like a microphone, a good setup to get wow. the best down. So then like, once in a while, like, me and my friends will just go and start, like, trying to write, and make, like, freestyles and shit. And it's just, like, just listening to the recordings back, it just sounds, like, so whack. Like, <laughs> yeah. I've you know been. what I mean? Like I think I have such good ideas. And then, like, I rap it, and then I finally listen to it in my headphones, and I'm like, oh my God, bro. Like, <laughs> yeah definitely other people's opinions I think I don't know because I, I don't know it's like before I started doing it I thought it was great and then after I actually listened to it it's just like totally yeah it's
1: weird too even like if you ever hear yourself on a phone call or something like that hearing your own voice like back from something already sounds weird like when you're speaking you know you can hear yourself yeah. but you don't yeah. register but hearing Dude, your voice I was actually going your- go on go on go on
0: my my physics teacher this year we're, we were learning about like sound waves and stuff yeah. and he was telling us why like the reason why our voice sounds so different to us on like a recording versus oh. in real life is because the sound waves like from your vocal cords when you hear them like they have to move like through some like some like blockage like to get to your ears but mm. that pathway that it takes is like the only you're the only person that hears that variation because of the pathway. Everybody else Whoa. is hearing, like, what it sounds like on a recording. So it's, like, all science, bro. It's actually Whoa.
1: I didn't know yeah. that. That's really cool. Oh, yeah. man. I might have to teach my kids that. I'm I'm on progress to be a teacher, so that's something I would teach my kids. Oh, for you sure. are? I didn't know that. That's it. Cool. That's so
0: cool, dude. What do you want to teach?
1: English. <laughs> but, um, Yeah yeah I I definitely want to teach English because like it's weird like I like the more philosophical side of English like I like I like thinking about the world and stuff like that um Mm -hmm. but like I don't read that many books and like my grammar is pretty ass to be honest so we'll see if they let me be an English teacher (laughs) or not (laughs) I like like the more philosophical side of English like thinking about people Mm -hmm. and society and like the world and stuff like that but um like my I don't really read that many books, and like my spelling's pretty bad, my grammar's pretty bad. So we'll see how that turns out, I guess.
0: Yeah. Um. Are you like how old are you right now? Are you in college or?
1: Yeah, I'm in university. Um, I'm 23. That's so great. I have one degree already, which was just a hmm. bachelor of arts, majoring in English. And now hmm. I have uh, one more year, and then I'll get my degree for teaching, and I'll be a teacher.
0: That's dope. Wow. That's crazy. So what was your like what was your high school experience like for you? Like did you know you wanted to be an English teacher the whole time or did it kinda like come to you? Um
1: Yeah, so my high school was like to give a little context for my high school, like I grew up in like a good like suburban area. Like it was like a it was like a good area. My family wasn't necessarily like super wealthy, like we were very average, but like the area in general was like pretty good off families. Um So, I met, like, my English teacher there, uh, my AP English teacher, actually, and he was so, like, he was just so dope, man, he was so cool, like, I didn't really like school until I met him, and then I was like, oh, like, this is how school could be, it could be fun, you know, it could be really dope, like, sounds like your physics teacher, it seems like a lot of fun, you know, like, if you can do that, like, your kids are gonna learn. So, when I saw him teaching like that, I was like, oh, like, I could do that, for sure, I could do that, because I really like English, and I really like writing, and obviously, i to write music so incorporating that but i like teaching in a manner that like people actually enjoy because school doesn't have to suck it does suck but it doesn't have to you know there's teachers teachers need to be better i think because it's not on kids to like force themselves to enjoy school bro that's not your job it's the teacher's job to make it enjoyable Mm -hmm. but i think not enough teachers do that so that's when i was kind of like okay i need to do something about that
0: yeah i feel you're saying man it feels like it's like once you find that one teacher that you really connect with, it just can change like your whole perspective on, on yeah.
1: school. Yeah, exactly. Exactly.
0: I feel that. Um, and so like just switching back to like the music side of your life, yeah. how are you able to like put your songs out there? Like do you like you try to market them to like, a certain audience or, and then you just like just have like an Apple Music account or whatever and just put out your songs? Like how does how does getting your songs out there work?
1: Yeah so uh, there's a couple of different services you can use that are called distributing services. in um, mm-hmm. you know, the older days of hip-hop and rap and just music in general you kind of needed like an agent or a label to distribute music but now that um, like there's services like DistroKid, that's what I use, and you mm-hmm. just put your music on DistroKid and they'll send it out to Apple Music, Spotify, Google Play, every store that you could think of. Um, so that's really paved the way for like indie artists like I don't have a label backing me. I don't have really anyone backing me. It's just me doing my music and you know mm-hmm. doing my thing. So they've really like opened the way for people to put themselves out there through using DistroKid. There's other services too, too like uh, uh, something like CD Baby or something like that. Um, but basically they just allow individual artists to put their music out there, which is super awesome. Um, yeah, and then I think like, just part of that for marketing at least is like it's tough because there's definitely a lot of money that goes into this industry and you see that you see the results of it for sure if uh Mm -hmm. if I put a grand into promotion for a song it might get like 30,000 plays if I put no money into it it might get like a thousand two thousand so it's unfortunate because a lot of times like plays are being bought streams are being bought like that's kind of the nature of this industry which is unfortunate and kind of slimy but it's also something like you have to accept and realize mm-hmm. so i try to do i've yet to pay for a full promotional on any of my music because i'm just like fighting back against that kind of i do uh i do all my own videography stuff like that and essentially my like strategy for singles is put the single out uh promote it two weeks before and one week after so that mm-hmm. people know it's coming They're ready for the drop and then they keep listening about like a week after you keep reminding them hey this song's still popping this song's still going like people still fuck with it so that's that's, yeah it's been working pretty well for me honestly um i had to slow down to drop this ep because that was a lot of work so i had to take time away from that Mm
0: -hmm. but
1: gonna be the same plan for that to drop so
0: that's cool yeah like i've seen i've seen a lot of songs just blow up straight from like 10 seconds of it just going viral on like tiktok and shit have you like have you ever think of like while you're writing a song like think of lyrics that could be like used in tiktoks or like in like catchy ways like try and make it blow up and stuff or is or is it really just like whatever happens happens you know what i mean
1: 100 percent. that's oh dude that's such a good question like okay to start start off with that like tiktok is a massive resource for artists right Mm -hmm. now like if you're not on tiktok you're honestly lacking Mm because like that's the wave right now bro if you're not on it you're gonna get left behind like just facts Mm um so in terms of actually writing with like a purpose for TikTok, um, it's more so like a purpose for catchy lyrics. Like when I'm mm-hmm. writing a song, um, okay, for example, God's Plan by Drake. Um, everyone knows that part. Where he's like, I only love my mom and my, or I only love my bed and my mama. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Everyone knows that. You don't have to know any other words in that song, but if you know that, everyone's gonna chant that shit. Mm-hmm. Everyone's gonna rage, right? So it's just having like parts of my song. I really want to like hook listeners back in and it's going to be parts Mm -hmm. like that. And usually those are the parts that are going to be worth going on. TikTok, those lines that people know are the ones that are going to get used. So I wouldn't say I write directly for the purpose of, you know, making it a good TikTok song, but if your song's going to be catchy and have those pieces that keep people engaged in it, then it probably will double as a good TikTok song. You know, Mm
0: -hmm. that's smart. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and then I know because I mean if you're if you only try to write songs for TikTok then you just have like a couple of like 10 second like bangers or whatever like yeah years but then it's like when you go to concerts or whatever like I know you had your first concert earlier this year right yeah. and like how like just one like 10 second verse won't really get everyone like that hyped what was what was that experience like for you your first concert
1: man it was crazy like uh, it was so good. I really, so a lot more of my music was more like, prior to that concert was more like rappy. Like it was just kind of me rapping and like bringing yeah. bars yeah. and stuff like that, which is all good. But like, you kind of got to realize like at a concert, people want shit that they can like go hard to, you know, mm-hmm. people want to really engage. Um, so I made a song just for that concert. Um, and it was very, very intended to be like a concert song. Yeah, it's like very, hype. yeah, yeah, it's super hype. Right off the bat, it's pretty quick, like two minutes. So people just rage for two minutes, basically. It's right off the bat, jumps in, got high energy. The chorus is super easy to remember. It's just like, Mm -hmm. it's called Blackout. And like, I got my chorus, and then the little bridge is just like chanting Blackout. So everyone can do that, bro. They hear the first one, just Blackout, Blackout. And then as soon as they hear that, they're like, oh yeah, (laughs) Blackout. And they start going hard too. Like, it gets people into it so fast. So that was like, for me, performing that was easily like, one of the biggest highs of my career like i just felt crazy after that man to hear everyone chanting your song is just like wow it's surreal it's so cool
0: yeah that must be amazing like being up on stage yeah. and then you like like stage dive too
1: yeah i jumped yeah, to- I, nobody nobody caught me I, I didn't full belly flop i didn't full i didn't full send it i was a little scared i'm not gonna lie i was terrified <laughs> that i might land on my face my first performance um, but yeah, oh, I jumped down from the yeah, stage yeah. and I jumped into the crowd, and we—they were all just surrounding me, and we we're all just jumping up and down, going super hard. So that was crazy. Like it was a full mosh. It was dope. So sick. Yeah, it was yeah. really cool.
0: I went to um, I went to Rolling Loud, Los Angeles last, yeah, last year. Loud. Yeah. So good. Have you Have you been? Yeah. Yeah. It's. I mean, it's just like just just being in the mosh with everyone, just like knowing like the like especially someone. And probably for me, the most insane artist I saw was probably Playboy Cardi just because we were like so close to him and just everyone was like raging and stuff. It was, it just like feels surreal. It doesn't even feel like it's real. was like jumping up and down with a bunch of like sweaty, random strangers. Just, like getting real.
1: hype. It's
0: yeah. It's just like, I don't even know how to describe it. It's just like a rush of adrenaline. It's insane.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's a different, different experience. Like. Totally. Yeah, bro. It really is like a high. Like you're you're on a different plane. It's so cool, and everyone's mm-hmm. there with you. That's the best part. Everyone is yeah. watching with you. Also feels that way. Like it's such a such a strong sensation that everyone is there mm-hmm. for the same purpose.
0: Mm-hmm. It just makes me like. It's for me. It's crazy to think. I was. Let's say I went to Rolling Loud December last year. Yeah. And now, it's like with all the coronavirus stuff. I've like without a vaccine. I have no idea when twenty thousand people will be able to be. All touching
1: it. for real. Uh,
0: just ran and,
1: yeah. yeah, it's scary, man. And I like I've been talking about it with all, all the artists that I like know in the community too. And we're all just like, man, when when can we do a show? When can we put on a show? Like we want to do yeah. something like that, you know? And like just straight up you can't right now. Like it sucks, man. And it's it's tough because every single party that's involved in that wants to do it. Promoters wanna host shows, artists wanna perform. And fans wanna be there, bro.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I wanna be raging too. I wanna yeah. be at giant concerts performing or just being there to rage. Like everyone wants to be back and like enjoy summer with concerts, yeah. you know? Yeah.
0: Totally. I
1: like, think that's a huge that's part
0: so of the experience. Of mm-hmm. So, yeah. You like uh do you have any like are your friends rappers? Is that how is that how you like get your like friend group pretty much?
1: Some of them are. Like before I started rapping, I have a couple of close friends that like have been with me like day ones like they're the homies I live with like I live with my best friend since like grade seven. like mm-hmm. he's a G yeah he supported me like the whole whole way through my journey he's always been like super supportive
2: mm-hmm. another one
1: of the homies like met him in like first year of college like he's again same thing before I was really doing the thing he like has been supportive so that's dope and then like it's interesting because like people prior to meeting me as uh Trendy like my, my genuine name my birth name is Eric so it's kind of uh, friends who know me yeah. as Eric and then friends who know me as Trendy, you know? Because uh, a lot of my friends yeah, now met through the community and as a rapper and like, that's who I link up with. And that's like the kind of the people that I run with, you know? But then I still have like my day ones who know me, like call me by my name. Like they call me Eric, I'm just Eric to them. I'm just, I'm just the homie to them, which is super cool to have that. Cause that's, that's my support, you know? For sure.
0: Yeah. I- I'm how did you come up with the name? With the name Trendy. Did that just, like, come to you one day? Or, like, is there a backstory behind it?
1: Um, A little bit. So, it took me a while to get into music in terms of, like, arts, too. Because although I've been freestyling for a while, I started off, like, I had an Instagram account. And I actually did, like, a bit of blogging. Um, and I was real. I'm really into mm. fashion. Like, I love, I love fashion, bro. I'm all about that. My closet's packed. Like, I got, like, 32 pairs of shoes. Like, bro, okay. I'm about the fashion. Like, I just love it, dude. Yeah. so my first blog I did was um it was like a fashion blog and I would like write about like male fashion and like like street kicks and stuff like that like it was really fun um and when I started that um I was like man I can't come up with a name and I was like I like the sound like trendy that's pretty cool but um mm-hmm. it was like kind of a lifestyle blog so I actually my first Instagram handle was trendy life so mm-hmm. some people still yeah some people like still kind of know me as trendy life but that was like the og handle and then uh, as i switched into music um uh, my way more into music it didn't feel as good of a of a like name for me because like trendy life just felt a little too long it didn't really like apply anymore because i wasn't a lifestyle blogger anymore as a music artist so i just chopped off the life and yeah. just just trendy and it felt pretty good so i
0: started yeah. that's cool that's cool yeah um just like so I know uh, is there any like rapper that you say you would like look up to the most like who who do you like well two things who do you think like you as a rapper are like the most and then like who would you want to be if, like, featured on a song with or something something oh, like that
1: that's it fuck that's a good question man um most similar I'd probably say Mac um he's mm-hmm. like one of my favorite mm-hmm. artists too so of course I draw a lot of inspiration from him but um I really associate with him because he had, like, in his younger phase, he was making, like, raps and, like, bangers, bro. He was making, like, good rap hooks. Like, he was really mm-hmm. rapping, you know? And then as he transitioned later to, into his career, he got softer and did some more, like, melodic stuff. And, like, the point I'm at right now, I love making bangers, bro. Like, a just fun to make. But I also have a lot I want to say. So I do have softer music that I, like, am putting out and, like, willing to do yeah. so. So I think I'm at a nice balance with that. So I think that reflects it nicely because – like, I love to turn up. I love to get fucked up. I love to party, bro. I do. Um, yeah. But I'm still okay with being emotional. Like, I'm not gonna hide what how I feel. I'm just gonna say it, put it in a song. So I definitely resonate exactly. with Mac because, yeah, he's gone through both of those kind of stages.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, so I'd say, yeah, I'd say I'm most like him at the moment. Um. Maybe that'll change as I, like, change and develop my artistry. I mean, who knows, but at this point in time, I'd say Mac. Man, mm-hmm. collab, oh, dude. That's so tough. There's so many fire no, artists I, I don't want to collab with, bro. Like, wow. <laughs> um, fuck. Like, it would be dope to collab with, like, any of the GOATs. Like, bro, like Kendrick, Cole, Drake, any of those collabs would just, like, bang. Like, that would be a banger. You know, that track would just slap. But um, I've been really into yeah. SmiNo lately. He's, like, he's not huge. He was on the Dreamville yeah. Project. Yeah, you yeah, know. You know um mm-hmm. yeah he's dope I think I would really like to collab with him because I really like his his sound it's so unique and it's kind of like happier which I'm I'm pretty into like I like doing happy rap because I'm just that's happy cool. to yeah. it. so yeah. I think I would yeah. mess with yeah. him really yeah. well
0: he's guy and everything like super genuine yeah person. yeah I so love
1: I really think nice. that would be a good one I think that'd be a good collab
0: yeah that's sweet yeah. you mentioned you said just like I like to party and shit. I get like fucked up and whatnot. Yeah, bro. Has, has, has the rap scenes, like brought you just any like insane parties, like just mega ragers or anything like that, or more? Not really.
1: Damn. Most of my most of my parties have come from like um like school parties.
0: Yeah, that's I, it. Yeah. Uh,
1: I do a lot of school parties. Yeah, most of like, cause most of the times at shows like people are getting fucked up at like rap shows and stuff, but a lot of times I'm performing so. It's kind of tough because, like, I don't want to be too fucked up on stage, you know. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. try I try to balance it. Afterwards, afterwards, bro, it's a free for all. Yeah. I, I've done wait, a any, of like, after
2: the like and stuff.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a uh, yeah. There's been some good ones, bro. I don't want to throw anyone under the bus, but like, <laughs> <laughs> there's, a, there's been some good ones. Like you, you're going to bed at like seven in the morning. and You're like, whoa, wait, what just happened? Like, stuff like that is pretty yeah. crazy. I, sounds, yeah. I'm, I'm excited. Insane. Like. The, the school parties are good because like they're kind of what you think of like a college experience but like mm-hmm. after a rap show or something like that you go back to someone's house there's an after party like yeah people are going hard bro because you carry all that energy all the artists who are there who performed are like you're still raging bro you're just going hard at a house party now like you're turning up to your own music you're turning up to their music like everyone still keeps that energy nice. so it goes it goes pretty hard
0: yeah, dude, I can only imagine what it's like just to just to like have everyone turning up to like your own voice and stuff. That just must be insane.
1: Yeah, it's it's yeah, it's similar. It's a similar feeling to like performing at a show. Like mm-hmm. everyone's fucked up, bro, and they're chanting your song, and it's just like well, especially in a house, like the sound is just even louder than anything in the venue because it doesn't carry. Yeah. So you got half a house chanting your song, like yeah, that's gonna go hard. You're gonna be pretty fired up from that. So.
0: that's sick yeah yeah hopefully i hope like one of these days i'll be able to go to some like rager in la or something like that oh that i'm
1: sure I can- you will mm-hmm. keep doing this keep doing this every think about it this way every artist you bring on you formed a connection with right and like yeah, just talking to yeah. you these what 30 minutes bro you're dope like you're big chunk yeah so, thanks bro you too
2: yeah, we'll yeah definitely hey,
1: that's sure. what i'm saying every artist yeah, you connect anytime. with is another opportunity for you bro that's what i'm saying
0: yeah for you're sure building bridges I mean, yeah same for you right just like collabing with artists and everything i mean exactly. it's all about connections in the end right
1: exactly exactly yeah,
0: totally man i appreciate you so much Thank <laughs> <you for laughs> thanks, helping bro. Out. uh and i mean i'll for sure i'll stay in touch with you for sure
1: yeah we will bro we'll keep talking
0: sweet all right thanks man
1: nah thank you bro have a good day later